nothing really seems to phase him. He kind of you, he was having fun tonight the whole time. He'd walk in uh, after an inning like it was no big deal, kind of you know smiling, making some jokes with Kratzy, and um, it was it was fun to watch him compete. That was manager Aaron Boone after Sunday's game talking about Davey Garcia's Major League debut. Skipper obviously impressed with what he saw, not just on the mound, but also his poise. What did you think? I thought he was great. The Yankees really need him to develop and to be what they think he can be. You you know, when you're a pitcher, listen, it's the two C's, okay? It's control and command. Control is the ability to throw strikes. Command is putting a pitch where you want to put it. They're both extremely important to a pitcher, obviously, right? You have to throw strikes. And when you can have, when you have command of your pitches, means that you, you can you get ahead in the count, the zone gets expanded, you know, and you can put a pitch where you want to, you, the hitter's at your mercy, especially someone like this kid who's got has a fastball that he's got, has the stuff that he has. This, this kid can pitch, and it's just experience. He's really young. I know the Yankees didn't want to push him. But this is a really good year to find out about a lot of things. See how deep your system is. Uh, Garcia was awesome. King is going to King can pitch too. You know, he's not his stuff isn't as explosive, but it's good. He's good, and he's just and he's learning too. I mean, that's where your pitching coaches, you know, on on whatever level of the minors you're talking about, are really important. That's why your major league pitching coach is important because, you know, you need to craft and, and hone these, these young talents. He was awesome because of the two things I said, control and command. He was great. The Yankees should be thrilled with how he pitched because you you, you don't want to have to go out. You can't afford to go out and buy Garrett Coles. And get, you need those pieces to win championships. You do. But the rest of it has to be developed. And the Yankees have not developed pitchers through the years. This is, this is a chance because they have a lot of good young pitching talent. And at the head of the list is Garcia to me. Although I must tell you, Schmidt's pretty good, too. Six innings pitched for David Garcia. Four hits, one run, zero earned runs. The most impressive to me, zero walks. Yeah, I mean, again, zero walks. You know, look, the enemy of pitching is walks. You don't want to walk people. It just gets you in kinds of trouble. It just does. So the the enemy of pitching is walks. Like we always talk about television. I always tell people about televisions. The enemy of of a good television is rote. When you go out there, you, you sort of go from memory and you don't try to push a game. You don't try to, you know, take some chances, bring some new technology, uh, you know, try an aggressive approach. And when you're producing to, or directing, whatever, the truck, I mean, the truck is great. We have a great truck, great truck. But we, if you show up and you just sort of, eh, okay, we'll go through the motions. We've done this a million times. That, that's when you get into trouble. And we don't we do not do that. That's why our our, our, uh, our people are really good. And we, uh, yes, and we, uh, you know, get the accolades that we get is because we have really great people. And they get that. Okay, but that that's really important, and and you don't want to do rote. And the same thing has to do with with uh, with uh, pitching. You just don't want you just don't want to do rote. You mentioned Michael King, fellow rookie. In my opinion, he looked good too. Don't let the line fool you. You know, he went three and two thirds, six hits. He just didn't scatter the hits. They were little dinks, as Michael K put it on the air. Death by a million cuts. What did you see from uh, Michael King? Well, I mean, I love Michael K. But you know, and, and he's right. But that's a that's a little tough. Listen, he pitched the way he's pitched in every outing, pretty much. He's got a lot of stuff. He's a little erratic. He's working on a few things. He can be really good too. I mean, he he has the potential to be really good. The Yankees, my God, you know, if Garcia develops the way he's on track to, 
and and Schmidt pitched the way he's capable of, right? And Kagan, look at look at three young starting pitching. Where do you find three young arms like that? Then there's other arms the Yankees have in the minor leagues. They have other arms. Obviously, they're really young. They need the opportunity. They're getting the opportunity. That's why this year is so important for the Yankees in so many different ways. If nothing else, it's a development year to look at people, to look at talent, and see what what your young players are can play in the majors against major league talent. That's what you should you should be doing. I mean, listen, you're not conceding the season. The Yankees, the Yankees came back from the dead yesterday. I kept saying it. I said, watch them come back. I mean, I had a sense they were going to do that. I, I mean, and I'll tell you, when Diaz came in, I said, that's it. I'm telling you, I'm telling you, Hicks is going to take him deep. Now, he barely took him deep. I don't care that he barely did it. He did it. And, you know, you just can't write teams off. Yankees are, have a good team. They just have a lot of injuries right now. What do we always say? Tell me what I always say. Stay on the field. Stay on the field. You got to stay on the field, folks. If the Yankees can stay on the field, they have as good a team as anybody in baseball. Judge is a big year for Judge, a monster year for Judge. But Judge has to stay on the field. And the Yankees are a different team when Judge is in there. They're a different team. Just stay on the field. How long have you been doing this, Flip? Uh, well, we started about, let's see, 15, 10 minutes ago. Was it about 10 minutes ago? No. <laughs> how long have you, how long oh, you been oh, in the sorry. business? Um, uh, I don't know, 48 years. 48 years. John J. Filippelli, Sports Broadcasting Hall of Famer, 48 years of experience. I'm Kevin Sullivan from the Digital Media Department here at Yes. I haven't been in the business quite as long. A cup of coffee compared to Flip. But that doesn't mean you shouldn't listen to me, Flip, when I say what? Rate, review, subscribe. That's as important as stay on the field. Yankees did to stay on the field, and everybody listen to this. Rate, review, subscribe. The Paul O'Neill episode did really well. Yeah, well, it should do well. Paul, Paul is good. He's the warrior. Not a lot of podcasts have the warrior in it. Not a lot. He called in from Studio Twenty One. Yes, Studio Twenty One in his basement. Paul, Paul's a really become a really good broadcaster. He really has. You know, he, he over time he's developed. Every year, got better and better. He's at the point now. He's pretty good. He really is. That booth is great. He, David, David is awesome. Michael's Michael's really good. I mean, we had a nice, nice booth. You know what, though? They're fun. They're hilarious. I mean, but, you know, but, you know, it's not, it's, but folks, it's just not a comedy act. You know, it's got to be, you got to give the information and you got to know what you're doing. And, and, and from a TV sense, I mean, they're clinically good. They take a game apart. They're surgically good. Oh, um, Paul is really getting, like I said, Paul's getting to a really good place. Michael is, Michael is, Michael is getting enough credit for what he does. And Coney, Coney is, is among the best analysts in the country. I mean, I, I, I would say the best, but, you know, you always get in arguments. And I don't want to get in arguments. There's, there's other good analysts. David is great. He just is. And and uh, he's he's funny. He's sharp. He knows the game like so few others that I've uh, met. He really knows it. He loves it. He's passionate. It's a great talent. And getting back to Paul, he's been terrific. And I love him from his basement. That's good. He gets his snacks between. He gets it, runs upstairs. Get a donut, whatever he eats. He doesn't eat donuts. He probably does. He's five boxes of them. He's got a 32-inch waist. I mean, I hate him. Who has a 32-inch waist? <laughs> his metabolism is unbelievable. So let's talk about Gary Sanchez. Uh, Grand Slam Sunday night. Is that uh, the start of good things for the Yankees catcher? Obviously, he's had his struggles this season. Uh, he's had a lot of struggles. Remember I talked about this a big year? This is a monster year. This is a big year for Sanchez. Big year. He's got to show consistently what he can do. He's got to stay on the field. Let's go back to that. We'll start with that one again. Stay on the field. I'll tell you, he, he's trying to hit a home run every time he's up. I mean, he's trying to make up for his slump. 
and he's trying to make up for it every time he goes up there. It's like, okay, but you know, you got to do it. You got to relax. His approach needs to go up there and relax. If he relaxes, I know he'll do much better. And I don't know what he was doing yesterday on the slam, but, you know, it's the Mets too. You know, the Mets are, you know, they're struggling. You know, they're, you know, they, they have, Mets have some really nice pieces on that team, really nice pieces. But as a team, you know, they're, they're struggling, you know. So, but look, everybody's struggling. A lot of teams, especially the A's and the Rays, uh, and, and, it's, and some teams are doing well. Some teams are doing really well. But there's a handful. Everybody else is sort of, you know, treading water. And, uh, you know, this is a big year for people. Some, some, some teams and some, obviously some players and some teams, big years. They need big years to show what they can really do. This is, this is to find the rest of their careers. It will, will help to anyway. When it comes to Gary Sanchez, here's my thought. His hitting is his strongest suit. And that ability to hit the ball doesn't just go away. I mean, it's a slump. Slumps happen. It's only 27 games into the season. Uh, I think when it's a shorter season, a 60-game season, those things start to get amplified, obviously. But it's a slump. I, I'm not overly concerned. Interesting. That's interesting why you're not overly concerned. Why you're not overly concerned? Because it's a slump? Yeah, because he has a history of – he has the tools. You can't tell me he doesn't have the tools. He's got MVP caliber ability to hit. Yes. Keep going. That's all I need, right? Well, tell me something else. What what else do you like about? Him? Do you like his? Uh, he's got a great arm. His catcher, right? He can frame well. He can frame pitches well. He frames pretty well. That's important. Well, I'm, I'm less concerned about his defense because that's not why he's on the team. He's on the team because he crushes the ball. Well, okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna take you back one. I'm not saying you're wrong. You're not. You know, but you know, you gotta be able to catch the ball as a catcher. That's critical. You got to catch the ball, right? And you know, there are times it just it, it doesn't do it for whatever reason. Pass balls. There's a uh, you know, um, he's got a lot of pass balls. Okay, he's working on his defense. I mean, there there's a catcher needs to be able to work with a pitcher. That's number one. You have to, and you have to catch the ball. Let's go start with the fact you have to catch the ball. Okay, you have to work with pitchers. You have to do that's it. if you can't work with the pitchers, you're in trouble. That's two. Um, you got to block the ball. He's getting better at that. He's worked so hard on that. Look, I know he's working on defense and stuff. And he 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 just needs to relax. He, it, just relax. He, he has to work on parts of his game defensively. He, I know his batting average isn't good. I know he's off to a really slow start. But he can hit. He can really hit. And if he ever consist, – his consistency. He needs consistency. You know, he, he, he has a lot of talent. My God, can he hit the ball. And he can hit it far. He can really far. Not that it's a contest. You get extra points. It goes on the fence. It's a home run. It doesn't matter how far it goes. It looks like it goes over, right? It goes over the wall. It's a home run. But but he's got tremendous power. And um, I think what he's lacking was lacking. Uh, maybe yes, they will turn him around. He's lacking confidence because when you get a slump, it's a bad slump. And uh, leaving a lot of runners on base. And, you know, he goes to home at night. I'm sure he tries to go to sleep. But he's thinking about guys he left on base. So it's really important that he put – you know, he, he uh, relax and start to work on a different approach, uh, you know, uh, to his plate, uh, to his plate appearances. This is a huge year for him. He's he got to put up numbers. He's got, because the Yankees, really, especially with players out injured, so many players out, they really need him to, to step up his game. And hopefully that, that, that home run will, uh, is the first step toward really turning him around offensively. Cause he's got a lot of talent. Somebody who's not having issues offensively, Luke Voigt. Let me give you his numbers real quick. 
303 batting average. That's in the top 10. 12 home runs. Only Nelson Cruz has more. 1.064 OPS. Only Nelson Cruz has a higher one. What are your thoughts on Luke Voigt? Well, I got a couple of thoughts here. Number one is I love Nelson Cruz. <laughs> I do. Nelson Cruz is – Nelson, wherever he goes, he just hits. He hits – and he hits consistently, and he hits with runners in scoring position, and he was a great in the clubhouse. Nelson Cruz is a great player who doesn't get nearly enough attention uh, paid to him for what he does. He's done to the game, done for the game, uh, and does for every team he's been played on. He's one of those you know high bats you have to get. You get them, you put them at DH, and off you go. You don't have to worry about that position because you know he's going to produce. Terrific player. So I need to do that to put Void in context. That's why I went sort of off on this cruise mission. Right. I want to. I want cruise control, if you will. You gotta credit the Yankee uh, hierarchy there. Brian Cashman's group, Tim Nerios, people are great. I mean, Luke Void. They got him from St. Louis. St. Louis didn't see enough. Chase and Shreve and Giovanna Gallegos. Chase and Shreve picked 16 innings for St. Louis after that trade. By the way. Well, I hope they were quality innings because. Void has been unbelievable, and he really has been. You know, we did that thing a couple of weeks ago where we were talking about, all right, over-under on home runs. Remember who's going to hit the most homers? And we talked about Judge, and we talked about Torres, and we talked about Sanchez. But we mentioned we got a void. We, we avoided him. Chase and Shreve, ironically, struck out Luke Voigt on Sunday. St. Louis clearly won that trade. <laughs> they did. They dominated. There you go. And then they put a lead off. I know why they do that. You want to give the extra bat. I mean, because, you know, but I, get I understand that. But I'm just sitting here saying, you know, it's got, I mean, the game has so been turned around. When I was growing up a long time ago, I went to Abraham Lincoln High School. You know that, right? Brooklyn. Yeah. I went there. I mean, uh, he was, I liked Abe. He was a good guy. Abraham Lincoln was a good guy. Uh, honest. I liked it. That's what, honest Abe. He really was. Honest as the day is long, as my old man used to say. Um, hey, rest in peace. He's good guy. Voight, und- undoubtedly the team MVP, right? Yeah. Right, so far, sure. Too early to say he's in the running for league MVP? Who's second on the Yankees? If Voight's the MVP, who's second? Well, if you give it to pitchers, Garrett Cole at 4-1. and one. You'd stop right there. you stop right there. I would go with Garrett Cole. <laughs> so stop right there. Okay. So I don't have to keep clicking around for stats? I mean, listen, Cole has been – you know what? And we haven't even seen the best of Cole. His arm is pretty stretched out now, I would say. You'll start to see the best of him. He's Even when he's not at his best, that's how you judge a player. When, when they're not really, for whatever, they're not fully along in the regiment of you know, the season. And this is, again, this is such a, a crazy year. You know, and, and uh, for, for him to pitch the way he's pitched and, and not being in his groove yet, he's not in his groove yet. He start, I mean, I saw the list, I started pitch, getting there to the point we could really dominate. He is great. He is a great presence on that mound. He's great in the clubhouse. There's nothing Garrett Cole doesn't bring to a team. Everything. Everything. That's the best signing the Yankees have been signed in a really long time. And LeMay, you too. LeMay is great too. We don't forget about him. But he's, you know, he's had COVID uh, and then he had uh, some injuries. Yeah, he's, he's going to be. He, Yankees need to sign him. They have to sign him. But those, those are such strong pieces that you need those pieces to win. When talking about league MVP, I think you also have to put heavy consideration on a Tim Anderson or Jose Abreu. I mean, those two, uh, just the White Sox in general, they've been on fire, right? 
you know, they had they had a, a year last year where you could they were coming, right? And Jimenez, Mafia Jimenez. I mean, they've got a lot of there's a lot of talent on that team, young talent. And they've done a nice job of developing their young talent. And they have a lot of it. They do. They play the game, they play it hard. They they uh they don't make they don't beat themselves, they don't make errors and they give the other teams extra outs. They fundamentally they're a really sound baseball team. And the A's are as well. I mean, the A's are really good too. Um, they're surgically good, both those teams, and and the Rays are good too. Throw them in there. So you I mean you look you look at the, the teams that are, th- are thriving. They're, they're young. They are extremely well coached. They play sound fundamental baseball, and they don't beat themselves. They don't make mistakes. that beat themselves. That's how you judge a team. And they've got those are really they're young, they're coming teams. I mean, the Asians every year, the Asians just somehow there. I mean, about who they lose, what they do. That's what Billy Bean and his staff are incredible. Well, that's the thing about the A's, right? So I'm looking at their stats right now, and like nothing jumps off the page at me. Chapman's good, 252 batting average. I know you don't like batting average. 10 home runs, 25 RBIs, and 878 OPS. 878 is a really good OPS. It's a really good OPS. 800 is a good OPS. It will be on that. It's you know if you go if you if you're at above 850, that's really strong. 850 to nine is really strong. Yeah, that's impressive. And and he plays defense. That that team does not beat themselves. That's what they don't give the other team extra outs. It's fun. To, you got to look at that when you look at the team. Do you, do, do we make critical mistakes? Do I give you the extra out? They they don't do that. Those the teams that win do, do not beat themselves. I mean, look what happened to the Mets yesterday. Look at the Mets yesterday. I mean, I mean the, all the mistakes. I mean, I can, I'm not I'm not picking on the Mets. Yankees haven't played well. We haven't played well at all. Um, I mean, hopefully those couple of wins yesterday they straighten us out. Hope we got the race coming in. This is a litmus test for the Yankees. Big test, big test. But we manage this test. We'll write we'll write the ship. The ship took on some water. It did, but it's not sinking. We're holding our own. Considering all the injuries, go ahead. To Michael Kay's point yesterday during the broadcast, um, you just have to get to the postseason. So, if the Yankees get to the postseason and Judge is back and Stanton's back and they get all their players back, they're very dangerous. There's no real advantage to home field anyway. Not in 2020. There's a little, there's a little advantage to home field in 2020. I mean, you know, you're sleeping in your own bed. You're not on the road. I mean, you know. Have all the distractions, um, you know, especially now with everybody you know, being tested and every day and all the things that go every other day and all the stuff that is just just to get in the ballpark becomes a, an issue. When you're at home, it just makes life easier. So there is an advantage to home field. There is, but in terms of, I mean, there's no crowd. There's no you, know, you don't have the fans. I mean, that matters, of course. And you're right. At certain aspects of this, you're right. Others, I, I think it's. Uh, I, I don't think you should throw it as a blanket. Say home field is. Meh. It's not me, but it's not, but it's not me, you know what I mean? It's just, eh, 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 you know, you get the difference. This is why people rate, review, and subscribe for st- analysis like that. <laughs> That's a, and they get, eh, okay, we got Dan Besson too. We got <laughs> Dan Besson, our producer. And we're in Zoom. So that's, how about that stock? How about, well, that stock is done. Wow. Yeah, did you get in? No, I, I know I was. I, I've been really good. I mean, uh, certain stocks I did have done really well, but I don't. I, I didn't have the, you know, and I had foresight. You know, I got into Apple early, and this one I didn't. I, didn't, I should have, and I didn't see it. I, I, I don't know what would hold up, but you know, uh, but it's. I mean, we live in a video conference world now. 
and it is you know it's right up it's the leader i suppose but so uh, i'm not here to plug zoom but it is a it, it was interesting you know with the pandemic is you know all the all the havoc it's it's been awful obviously terrible for the world and us everybody but uh you know certain industries have, you know have done well because of it certain companies have done you know well. what What's that? The uh, you wanted to buy stock in Peloton, I think, because now yeah, everyone's working yeah, out from home. Oh, you did? No, I, no, my wife did. She got it. Yes, we have it. Oh, okay, we have. I got it. the bike. I don't have stock. Well, we 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 have both. She she went and bought the stock. My son, my son John uh, was you know big and big on stocks. Stuff. You got it in Peloton. Got it in Peloton. Yeah. And uh, so eventually we just did. And no, it, it's it's. I mean, it's done well. Uh, you know, it's, it's, the pandemic has like changed the whole way that we live, and and, uh, and certain industries and companies are, are you know are at the top of being able to understand the new world that we're in, and they were perfectly you know the, what they gave what they could provide was was perfect for the what the pandemic you know has done and the aftermath of it. So you've got you know certain companies doing real well because of it. You know anyway. So where soon. were you when? Like a phone call would have been good. Like, hey, Kev, why don't you buy some Peloton stock? You know, I, I've tried to help you before, you know, and you don't, you just don't listen. So, I mean, I, I give up. I mean, I'm a, I mean, you can't, you know, you lead a horse to water, but you can't make it drink, right? You know, that expression? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So you, it was $27.92 on March 2nd. Yeah. It's but, now $76.22. You should have bought it. Yeah. Where's the phone call? Uh, I can't my, think of this stuff by myself. Well, my wife made the phone call. She called oh. and we got it. And she, she, you're not on her list. See, that's the problem. Uh, yeah. You want to be on the list? I'll put you on the list. I'll get you on the yeah, list. Yeah, would you please? The only oh. thing making money for me is Twitter. You, you know what? I, I bought it when it first came out. I paid a lot of money for it. And then it went way down, way, way down. I mean, like to the point where I said, but I was went down so low, I, I couldn't see the, the value in selling it. There was no value. You, you have to hold on to things sometimes. And I did. It's creeped its way back. It's it's not what it paid for it, but it's it's coming back. And you know, because they can monetize that Twitter now. You have spots commercials. You got to be able to do that. You know, so I mean, I know the Yankees. Everybody goes on Twitter, so it's important. So I'm trying to bring this back to the Yankees. Yeah, I was going to do that. We talked about the uh, who did we talk about? The White Sox. We talked about the A's. Loyal listeners of the show know that you've been touting the Orioles will make the postseason. Um, it sounds like you're going to be wrong there. I was trying to help you. Don't you see? I was throwing you a lifeline, but you know you didn't get it. I was throwing you this nice lifeline, say, you know, yeah, we struggle this to start today. Listen, it is what it is. You know, water finds its level. You know, I'm not picking on the Orioles. You know, I'm not. They've showed a lot of life, and considering they have not played well the last just several years, you know, it's been they've got some talent, and you've got to stay with young talent. They're developing it. They've got a plan. It, it takes time, but you got to you have to have a plan as a team. You have to stick to it. And sometimes, sometimes teams get off to great starts. I've seen so many teams, so many teams over the years, great starts, and at the end they're in last place. Whether they start really poorly, like the Nationals did last year, almost historically poorly, and they wind up winning everything. You know, it's that's why the, the 162 games is, is a different crucible. This will be a different test, this postseason test, than any others, because it's, it's going to be like a tournament than it is anything else. It's going to be very exciting, by the way. I'm, I'm kind of excited by the concept. You know, let's see who's left standing when this is over because the playoffs are fascinating because I'd say playoff games are different. There's a different kind of intensity you get in a playoff game. Players know that this is it or they go home. 
I'm, I'm just telling you this, that, that that's actually is getting, didn't get a lot of attention. It should, because that's going to be actually very exciting. You see Vince Scully's on Twitter now? Oh, is he really on Twitter? The Vince Scully. I, I know Vince Scully. I produced him for how many years? Do I know Vince Scully? Yes. Well, I'm that not- was going to be my next question. No, I'm saying yeah. at the Vince Scully. That's his Twitter handle. That's his handle? Uh, What's your handle? Yeah. If anybody wants to find you on Twitter, what's your handle, Kevin? At Sullivan, yes. That's great. I'm at Flip, yes. Don't don't send me any tweets, folks. I, I'm not. So you worked with Vince Scully. I did many years. Well, hold on, I just glossed over something. Don't send me any tweets, is what you told people. Yeah, I don't want to get sent. I don't want tweets. What are you tweeting Why me for? Why are you on it then? Uh, you know what? There's another. I have to get engaged. I have to answer things. And uh, you know what? I have the, the show. We have a tweet handle, don't we? Yeah, follow us on Twitter at Curtain Call. Yes, this day, Flip. Yes, in, yes, this uh, day. Yankee history. Yankees history. Yeah, in nineteen, I believe it was ninety-seven. The Yankees retired Don Mattingly's twenty-three. Just thought I'd throw that out there. You know, Don Mattingly is he the Marlins general manager as well? I think he is. According to their website, he is. Well, he's got to step it up. <laughs> he's got to step up the GM part. <laughs> I, I don't know. I mean, I, I had no idea. I didn't know that. I did not know that. I did. You got me right there. Well, here, why don't we have Twitter tell us yes. if he is or not? Tweet us at Curtain Call Yes. Next week, we could be like, hey, at Joe Schmo said, flip Kevin. Yes, he is the GM. Or no, he's not. Okay. This is, this is, folks, you could cheat. You go look it up. Okay. See if I yeah. buy the GM or not. And to this note, I, I'm sorry, I didn't know that. I did not know that. That's got to be impossible. I mean, Jeter's, be- Jeter's functioning as a GM. Well, he's, he's CEO. Yeah, but you know, Derek Jeter, he's not just a CEO. Okay, Derek Jeter is hands on to everything with that franchise now. So I got to believe he's got, he's he may not have the title of GM, but he's acting as a GM. I'm sure he is. I mean, listen, he's, maybe he's, maybe he, listen, this is an interesting thing. You got a media guy somewhere? If you had a media guy, we could look up. You don't have a media guy. I, I have uh, one. Marlins? I have one. Wait a minute. I got one from five years ago. That won't work. Okay. A Marlins so, media guy. Yes. If we had a Marlins media guy, we could look up and see who the GM is. I don't All know. right. Here we go. I'm pressing buttons. Hold on. Yeah, you, okay. you vamp while I press buttons. Miami Marlins. I'm telling you. Maybe Dan, you and Dan could have a quick chat. Danny, say something. You hear us? I can hear you. What's up, Flip? I mean, what's up? I've been doing a show. What's up? I, mean, what you, hey? uh, I go back to sleep day. No, let's go through the people. Michael Hill is the president of baseball operations. Yes, okay. I'm familiar with Michael Hill. Ed. Assistant GM is Brian Chatton. CEO is obviously Derek Jeter. Assistant general manager, right? They don't have one listed. I think Jeter must act as the general manager, right? That's that's my sense. You know, maybe it's, maybe they have, they take input from a lot of people, and then Derek makes the final the call because he's the CEO. I don't know. I'd have to go you know, if we get Jeter on the phone, we can find this out. All right. So Dan, spend the rest of the time trying to get Derek on the phone. All right, I'm on it. Wait, I'll give you his number. Hold on, his number is no, I can't do that here. Wait. I'll text you his number and see if we can find Derek, and maybe Derek can answer that question. Hey, there's Jorge Posada in the uh, Marlins Media Guide. Yes, he plays a big role in that organization. Very big role. 
Derek loves Posada. Posada loves Derek. As well they should. Great, great, yeah. as well they should. great teammates. Good friends. I'm going to share my screen. I know it's a podcast. Yeah. Oh, thank you. Do you see uh, Marlins.com? Yes. General managers. I see this. Don right. Mattingly. I got it now. That's crazy. Wait a minute. Wait. Oh, oh, I see. You know, uh, 217 to present. Okay. So Michael Hill. Okay. So Michael Hill is not the GM. No. It says Michael Hill, 2008 to 13, then uh, 2016. Yeah. Okay. So and then Mattingly right. took over. And Larry Beinfest. You know Larry Beinfest? I know Larry Beinfest. I don't, but I know Dave Dombrowski. I know Dave Dombrowski actually pretty well. I love Dave Dombrowski. One of my favorite people in the game. First GM of the Marlins. If Nashville gets a baseball team someday, and they might, it would be because Dave Dombrowski is uh, on the committee to bring baseball to Nashville. It's a really good Ooh. baseball Oh, Nashville. Nashville. Like Nashville, Tennessee? Okay. You know Nashville, Tennessee? I thought you said national. I was like, no. there's a team called the Nationals. Can you hear me now? Testing one, two, three, wait. You hear me okay? <laughs> Your okay, mic great. is a little funky. We got to get you a new it, mic. It, yeah. No, I thought it was good. Is that working well? Not not so great, but we'll fix it in post a little bit. I'm sorry. Folks. Hold on. Oh, let me plug it in here. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and we'll order you a new one. You want to talk about the Yankees bullpen? Uh, uh, yes, we talk about the Yankees bullpen. Here's my thoughts. All right. It's a lot, a lot like the Gary Sanchez thing. Like you're allowed to be in slumps, right? Chad Green's allowed to have a slump. I think it's just harder for somebody in the bullpen though, because you don't know when your next appearance is going to come. Uh, so Chad Green might have a bad outing, doesn't know when he's going to play again as opposed to a position player. And then it just sits and it festers and it's harder to get out of your slump. Yeah. As a to that, I understand that point, those points. Um, the Yan- starting this season, the Yankees had potentially the greatest bullpen ever. Start thinking about the arms that the Yankees had in that pen. Start thinking about it. Start thinking about how many of those players could have been closers. Either were closers, could have been closers, had closer stuff, had a closer mentality. Not everybody could close. You have one closer, okay? Then everybody finds a role that, 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 uh, that, that everybody's comfortable with. The potential in that bullpen was awesome. It still is. But, you know, Chapman has got to come into form. And he's not in form yet. He's just not. Um, you know, you see how wild he was the other day, how wild he was. He couldn't put the ball. When he loses when he loses his command, remember we talked about control and command, right? Control is to throw strikes. Command is to put the ball where you want to put it. And when he doesn't either have, he, has, he loses both. His control and his command, he's in trouble. Because you're taking away his fastball. When you take away his fastball, he's relying on a slider to throw strikes. Slider by the sliders, you don't throw strikes with sliders. They're chase pit. You don't. That's not a pitch you throw for strikes. It's a pitch you have when you try to put a batter away. Usually, you throw a slider. Or you can. I mean, there's some point pitchers don't. If that's their best pitch, they go with it early. I mean, it depends on the, situ- the situation. But but in Chapman's case, he goes to a slider. And if that slider is not right, or and the batter says, okay, I don't have to dig in as much because he's going to throw me that slider because he can't throw a fastball for a strike. He's at a huge disadvantage, huge disadvantage. It's the same thing we talked about, the trash cans in, when we're in Houston, when you know what's coming, 
what an unbelievable advantage it is. You got to have command and control, and you got to stay on the field. The Yankees were both command and control. In general, they had some issues. They, they weren't on the field, a lot of injuries. Um, you guys are coming. Look, this is going to be that kind of year, Kevin. It's just going to be that kind of year. A lot of players are going to get injured this year. It's not by, it's not by design. It's, you know, when, when the agreement was made to get back on the field, which was the right agreement to make for the game, for the fans, for everybody, it was the right thing to do. You know, but a lot of players are just take time to, to stretch out an arm. It takes time to, you know, make sure that, you know, your your muscles are up for the for the rigors of playing games. And and especially now, guys playing doubleheaders every almost every other day playing a doubleheader at thirty three games and thirty games and you know, it's that you know, even like the Yankees yesterday, they just they pulled them they pulled that game out of their rear end. They just did. I mean, how they did that was unbelievable. How they did that was yes, it was unbelievable. And it, it just showed to me that, they, you know, that, listen, the, the, the Yankee players, they play for Boone. They play very hard for Boone. They care about Boone. They do. And they want to work for him because, you know, the, he gives them confidence. He, I mean, I'm sure I wasn't in that dugout, obviously. But if I was there, I'm sure he would say, come on, we, we can win this game. Come on, we'll get your, don't put your hands down. We can win. And, I mean, you have to have that mentality. But so many teams say, ah, yeah, that's one game. Uh, no, one game is like uh, two and a half games now. you got to be able to play. you gotta, you, these, you got to win games. That, that you, you can be in a pen race or out of it in a week. In a week. You can, even though this tournament's expanded, who's going to write the, 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 the playoff format? You could be in or out in a week. You have a great week. You're in. You have a bad week. You can be out of it. And with the Yankees were trending when we, before they turned this around against the Mets and they won the last three games. The Yankees were in a bad place. That losing streak was pronounced. It was bad. They weren't playing well. And they were making a lot of mistakes. And if they, if they had not turned around against the Mets, they lost another game or two. Instead of point winning the three that they won, which they could have easily lost two of the three, they didn't. They, for them, fortunately, they didn't. But that, so that's great. Now you get the race. That's a different team. <laughs> this is a different team than the Mets. So you know you you make those mistakes against the Mets against the race. I mean you'll, you'll be left on the doorstep, and and that's something the Yankees can't have. So the bullpen is is so integral because the starting pitching wasn't giving them the length. Um, and this, you know, we should talk about that too, about starting pitching, right? Not getting the because Boone would go out and he go to the pen. Yeah. Some people there was a lot of criticism. So sorry, enough criticism. And I thought I thought that was a little unfair. Uh, I get it. I understand what he's trying to do. And in some cases, you sit there. I mean, Cole. Remember, Cole got upset. What he got taken out of the game? And I, I know. Well, Tanaka, Cole's going to get upset. Well, Tanaka too. Tanaka was thrilled that he got taken out of the game when he, when he was another one. I think that's the one. That's the one that people were criticizing, right? The Tanaka okay. one. Let's let's look at this for a minute. That's you know, and I get it. I understand why Pete was pitching really well. Why take him out? He's look. He's coming back. This is this is now. He's at a point where they're going to count the pitch. They always always going to pitch counts, right? They're looking to see if his stuff is sharp. How many pitches he's throwing? You know how he's doing it in situations, high leverage situations, stress situations. The manager has to gauge that too. He has to gauge the mood of his player. He has to look at the stats. A lot, a lot of the sabermetrics look at the stats. Say, well, third time through the order, you know, they 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 were going to hit him more aggressively than they were hitting him. Maybe it's a good time to go to a pen. I got a good bullpen. And the bullpen comes in and it doesn't, doesn't get the job done for that day, and then you, everybody's criticizing the manager. Imagine this is there are, you have to play your roster. You do, and and he's trying to play his roster because he has to. I mean, the, you, the guys in that bullpen have to get outs. That's their job. I would go. I'm sorry to cut you off. I would make that move nine times out of ten, knowing just the things that you just said. Naka's coming back. 
so you want to go easy with them. You have the best bullpen in baseball. Obviously, I'm going to go to it. And it just didn't work out. You can't criticize Boone for that. You're playing by the book. But there was criticism. Well, who? The Twitter warriors? Keyboard warriors? Uh, well, you just gave out a Twitter handle. So you should say it again so we, we want to contact you. At current call, okay. yes. At flip, yes, yes. Direct them all to <laughs> at flip, yes. Okay. I'll take them. I'll answer the ones I like. <laughs> so, <laughs> well, don't expect like, an answer. <laughs> I get an answer. Um, well, yes. I mean, yeah. It's Look, it's tough being a manager. If the Yankee bullpen is really, really good. He's... he's Look, it's six. Look, if it had worked out, okay, would we be talking about it? No, but it did, because it didn't work. Okay, it didn't work. I mean, it's you know, you look, you're never going to succeed if you if you're afraid to make a mistake or afraid to fail. I mean, you, baseball is a game of failure, right? You hit 300. That's great. You're in the Hall of Fame. That's a great batting average, right? Yeah, okay. If you believe in batting averages, okay. So fail seven times. Right. Exactly. That's exactly yeah. right. You failed miserably. Maybe not miserably, but you failed. You, you, three, what business, other than the business you're in and what you do, Kevin? Other than that, how many times can you be successful? Three out of ten times, then it's considered a success. Tell me. I'm successful three out of ten times. Uh, almost. Okay, so almost there. So, uh, <laughs> no, you're, you are more successful than that. <laughs> Dynamite analysis. How about we land this thing? Because my reminder for our meeting just popped up. Oh, now, now yeah, we're going to be late for our meeting. <laughs> Yeah, let's go to our meeting. Huh? Land this plane. For Lance or Ashley Fugazi, it's time to land the plane. Um, big series this week, Yankees race. If you want to miss that, that's on yes. The games are on yes, so please find yes. Uh, and uh, please uh, rate, review, subscribe. And we don't ask a lot. We really don't. We ask that you rate, review, subscribe. You, you, you watch yes. And you keep us all employed, which we they say thank you to. And that's well, we don't ask for a lot. And you get this riveting analysis that we've given you for the last. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. Time to land a plan, as Ashley says. We'll talk to you. See you soon. Bye bye, folks.